Hello and welcome to Wedding Talk, a podcast where I talk to real people about their wedding planning and the big day to help other people planning their wedding day get ideas and inspiration about what worked and what didn't. My name is Danielle and today I'm talking to Georgia. Georgia talks about her wedding planning experience from the perspective of a wedding coordinator who has assisted in planning a lot of other people's weddings. She's currently working at View on Halcyon and explains how to make a space work for you, to rely on industry professionals and to trust the people who know the site the best. Before we begin, I wanted to let you all know that I launched a website this week. In case you missed it, our website is www.weddingtalkpodcast.com and on our website you can find previous episodes with links to listen to each of the episodes and photos from the day. You can search through the episodes where we talk about specific budgets or locations that are relevant to you or look up certain styles of wedding. Obviously, we've only just put out a few episodes so far, so the list is definitely going to grow. So at the moment, there's a few spots where we're looking for couples. If you are married or know people that have been married in an exciting location or had a different style of wedding, I would love to hear from you. There's a spot on the website where you can fill out an application. Otherwise, you can still DM me on our Instagram, which is weddingtalk.podcast or email me at hello at weddingtalkpodcast.com. There is also a spot for vendors. If you are a vendor and would like to get in touch with us about being in a potential bonus vendor episode, I would love to chat to you about this. Or if you have worked with a couple that has had an epic wedding, you can nominate them and I will contact them. As usual, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, please leave a rating and review and follow along to the podcast. This is how I'm going to get into more people's ears and have more people benefit from hearing from other couples' experiences and get to talk to more exciting couples. That is enough from me for now. I hope you enjoy this chat. Hi, Georgia. Thanks for coming in today. I'm really excited to talk to you about your wedding. How are you going? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, good. Very excited. Oh, yes, me too. Um, can we start today by talking a little bit? Can you introduce you and your partner, what you guys do for work, how you met, engagement, all of that? Yeah, so I'm Georgia. My husband's name is Paul. We have now been married for three three years, I think, four years. I, it was just in January, like at the start of January, and I've already forgotten. But <laughs> we have also now been together for 13 years. Um, wow. I, work in the wedding industry so I am I'm a business development manager but I was, was a wedding coordinator and I still work for the same company which is a wedding reception and winery um, called View on Healthy and Insurance Park and my husband currently works for the AFL and we met through inline hockey my younger brother my old my both my brothers I should say played inline hockey and he was just in one of the other teams and then it was kind of like a Facebook. So it was like pre-Tinder and all that, like the OG Tinder face- Facebook. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's so interesting. I'm really excited <laughs> to talk to you because of what you guys, what you do for work, sorry, and here's just like how your background has influenced your own planning experience in your own wedding. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your engagement first. Um, okay, so we got engaged in May of, I don't even know what year now, but I went to work in the morning. It was a Saturday. I went to work in the morning. Um, so I do like all the planning sessions and site visits and everything for couples. 
I came home and little did I know that morning he was at home with my dad. So I think this is when we both still lived at home. Like I lived with my parents. So he was just hanging out with my dad. Um, and he had asked my dad permission in the, in the morning when I was at work. Mm. Then I came home and we had kind of had loose plans to like go for a drive um, down the peninsula, down to Dramana, but we hadn't really set anything in stone. Um, and then we're like, oh, should we go? I'm like, okay, let's just got in the car and we went. Um, we didn't like talk too much in the car. It was kind of like it, what, it didn't seem super weird or anything. And then we got down to the pier. We walked down to the end. And then as we were coming halfway back, I think I was rushing a little bit and he was kind of like, oh, like slow down, like let's take let's take in the view and everything. But I was kind of like rushing, like let's go get an ice cream. I had other priorities. And he's kind of stopped me halfway down the pier and like turned me around, grabbed my hand and then got down on one, one knee and asked. Um, and Dramana, like that pier is a special place just because we have – my grandparents lived down in Dramana and as like growing up as kids, like we would go down there and like jump off the end of the pier into the water and like into the sand and like go to the playground and the ice cream shop and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we proposed there. And then the first people to know were my grandparents because we went straight to their house pretty much after. Um, and I remember I got out of the car and I like, they didn't, they had no idea anything was happening. And my grandpa just goes, what's that on your finger? And I was like, how did he even see that? Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, that just happened. Uh, so, yeah, it was really nice. It was really special. Oh, wow. That's so amazing. So it was a complete surprise then. You had no idea? I mean, I had some idea. Like we had at this point, I think we had been together for like seven years. So, like, I knew obviously we had the conversations and everything and he knew the kind of ring that I wanted and everything. Um, but I didn't know exactly when it was going to happen or anything like that. So, yes, it was, I guess, a surprise on that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's such a fun story. And I'm glad, like, you guys get to share it with your grandparents and stuff. That would have been really special for them. Yeah, it was really nice. Um. Okay, so we're going to have a chat about wedding planning. So, as you said, you're in the wedding industry and you plan a lot of weddings and stuff. So I'm really interested to hear your perspective on some of these things. I think for yeah. a lot of brides or grooms or anybody planning a wedding, um it's the first time and it's the first time that you've planned something this big. So a lot of people get stuck on how they pick things, how they're going to set out the day, um, how to kind of organize all your vendors and everything. So I think that having a little bit of industry experience is going to put you at a big advantage for some people, but also be really helpful for a lot of our listeners. So if you're comfortable, let's start with talking about the budget. So if you guys had a budget um, and then how you kind of, um, prioritize spending the money in your budget yeah sure <clears throat> we um we didn't really have like a set figure as such we kind of just were like we don't want to spend too much but we also want to like prioritize as you said like areas of the wedding so like photography for us was like a decent one that we wanted to spend a decent amount but also then like not go too over the top because I mean some quotes that I got I was like I really like that style, but like that's still too much. Even though we're prioritizing it, we we still want to be in the middle. Um, <clears throat> and I think we had, I mean, because I work in the industry, I know a lot of people, so that really helps. Um, so like the florist that we ended up using, we use her all the time at work. So 
she as soon as I was engaged I was like I'm booking you in like I already knew what I wanted and she's so easy to work with mm-hmm. um we had a couple of friends that did the music for us like they were acoustic duo like band so they did that for us we knew um a reverend he married us um I got ended up getting married at where I work so <laughs> that also helped because I didn't really have to go to many venues yeah <laughs> Did so you one like straight out decide you were going to get married at your work or did you like kind of look around and think of other places? I think I always knew that I would, but I did go, we did go to I think one other place because I just wanted to have that experience on the other side and be a bride. Mm. Um, and so we went to like somewhere just like down the beach way. Not Like I didn't really have an idea of where else it, we would have a wedding apart from there but I was like I want to see what it's like <laughs> to be yeah. a bride and go to an appointment and everything so we did that but then I always knew that we would end up getting married at view anyway mm-hmm. um but we did have a conversation um Paul and I and he said to me we can get married there but you have to not work you have to be relaxed and you have to not be in your work brain and you have to kind of like be in the moment go with the day and let the actual staff look after us and actually be a bride so I was like okay that's a good deal we can do that (laughs) yeah I can imagine that would have been really challenging like I think if you're in somewhere where you're so used to everything and you know where everything is it's like oh I'll just quickly grab that like if you're if something's missing or something or you want to help someone with something like it would have been challenging I think yes I think I did a really good job I think more the lead up I was definitely like that like I wanted to like we ended up going there a few days before the wedding and like setting the wedding and stuff because I am a little bit controlling (laughs) um I mean you want your day to be perfect so exactly yeah um and I and I wanted to do that part because I am creative and I like doing that so I think that's also what made it so much easier for us to have it where I work because I could change things and I could do things how I wanted. Like we ended up changing parts of the menu and taking out um, set entrees and do like share plate entrees and we changed the dessert from seeding to roaming. And so like I wouldn't have been able to have that kind of flexibility without huge costs at a different venue. Um, So that definitely helped a lot and it, made it like super special for us because it was so personalized to us mm-hmm. instead of it being feeling like just another wedding at work I guess yeah so then like you said that you knew a lot of these people already did you have an idea of how much all of these things like florist and everything um costed or was that like a bit of a surprise to you when you started doing your own planning um a bit of both like we I knew like obviously a rough kind of figures but definitely more of like a oh okay like that's how much it costs Mm -hmm. um a few moments of that um like with the florists like we really didn't have many flowers it was more greenery so I knew obviously greenery is a lot cheaper than like roses and flowers and everything and I wanted the green but white kind of vibe so it wasn't like we were doing that on purpose to save money but I was like that's a bonus because we are saving money there um So I kind of knew that flowers weren't going to be too expensive, but also I was happy to spend a little bit more because that was also like a priority for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. 
So then was there any ways or any things that you guys did to save money in your planning besides from obviously changing the type of flowers that you guys wanted? Was there anything else that you did? Um, well, I think one, actually one like major one, which it wasn't actually done on purpose or anything, but I found bridesmaids dresses for $25 each. And that was like a huge saving and a huge win. Um, yeah. I, I just found them on like catch of the day. Like they they were like a cheaper kind of version um, of like a Shona Joy kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, we paid for our bridal party's attire and everything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking on there specifically for bridesmaids dress. I was just looking and then I saw them and that happened to be three sizes that my bridesmaids were and I was like we'll just get them and try them mm-hmm. and my grandma is a dressmaker so my grandma made wedding dresses for like a lot of our family and she altered them so she hemmed them because they were like floor length so I wanted them kind of like mid-length so she altered them so the yeah the bridesmaids dresses ended up costing us at $25 each mm-hmm. and then I think that was probably like the biggest saving so you got married at your work. So that's called Vu on Halcyon, yes? Yeah, Vu on Halcyon, yeah. Yep. So tell me a little bit about the venue. So it's a winery. So it's a family-run business. It's a winery wedding reception venue. Um, I have now been working there for about, I think, seven years. I've taken like a few leaves. I went on holidays for six months at one point. And then I, I worked somewhere else and then I came back and then I've had two maternity leaves. So I've been on and off there, I guess, for like seven years. And I work really closely with um, the, both the owners, so Dean and Renee. It's themselves, uh, myself, the chef, and one of our like groundskeeper handyman guys. We're like the main people, I guess you would call us. And then we've got a lot of um, part-time and casual staff as well. Yeah. Um, so we've got a chapel on site, which we got married in, and then we do like lawn ceremonies as well as the big reception venue. We hold up to like 150 people there as well. So oh. yeah, it was, it's just like, it's such a beautiful place It and it's, it's in Chernside Park. Um, we like to say it's the Yarra Valley, but it is Chernside Park. So it's <laughs> a little bit closer to the city than Yarra Valley. Yeah. So then can you kind of choose to get married in the chapel or choose to get married outside in the lawn area? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What was it that kind of encouraged you guys to get married in the chapel? I think I always just had my heart set on the chapel. Um, the inside, it was January that we got married. So weather was going to be probably hot and it ended up being a really hot day. So we had the air con on there, on in there. Um, and also, I mean, it wasn't a huge factor, but both our, I guess, grandparents, um, semi-religious uh not that it's it's a non-denominal denominal you know the word dominational yeah <laughs> um I as I say at work it's just a it's just a room with it's just a pointy roof really it's just a normal room but it has a pointy roof and pews yeah but I think that part my grandparents appreciated yep the kind of vibe even though it wasn't religious at all yeah so you had a reverend so that means you didn't have a celebrant correct he married my sister-in-law so my husband's sister Mm -hmm. uh, and he married them so we're like oh we'd like to do the same so by law he has to say I think it's like in the father son holy spirit or something or um I can't remember exactly sorry 
And that's really all. We took out all other religious elements, like we didn't do anything else religious in there. And I guess a civil celebrant is more just they don't say anything religious at all. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about how you guys decided to set up. So did you have to do much inside the chapel to set up? No, um, my florist pretty much just did the greenery and the um, some of the flowers in there, but the chapel's pretty much like set up as is, like the pews and everything are all in place. So it's pretty much just what styling you want to put in there mm-hmm. that you just put in there yourself, yeah. Yep. And then did you have the reception um, at the same place? Yeah. So it's all at the same place. So we, I ended up, at this time, we had different chairs to what we have now. Um, so I was like, I don't want these chairs. I don't like them too much. So I bought in my own white, um, like, bentwood chairs. Mm-hmm. So we bought those chairs in and I wanted grey napkins instead of white napkins, which is, again, the flexibility that I had at work to be able to say this is what I want instead of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we had white chairs, white linen, and then the grey napkins. We had greenery vase in the centre of the table. And then we had our little bombonieri, which was a fortune cookie. So everyone got a little fortune cookie and a name place card. And we had round tables and then a long bridal table. And the dance floor is kind of like in the centre of the, all the round tables. Yeah, amazing. So then how did you decide on the kind of styling that you were going to have? Like where did you go for inspiration and ideas or um, did you have a theme or anything like that? Um, Pinterest definitely and I guess from because again I got I got married where I worked I've seen so many weddings there and I've seen what looks good and what doesn't necessarily look good or what I don't think looks good mm-hmm. I also just wanted to have a very like classic and I would say maybe probably elegant uh, so we went for like just your green and your white classic flowers and my husband wore a black tux and I obviously was in white um so it was just very like clean cut we didn't really have many colors at all throughout because I didn't want it to feel dated like when we look back at photos in 20 years or whatever I didn't want to be like oh why did I choose that color or whatever it was it was it was just plain clean um which was nice yeah did you give your guests a dress code or anything like obviously you guys are really like clean cut and everything looks really great did you give them a dress code no, I like looking back, that's probably something that I would be like, I would be more open to now. Like I didn't even think about that at the time. Mm. Um, but now looking back, like it would look really nice if everyone was kind of like in similar in photos, but no, we didn't. Yep. No, that's fair enough. So then you said that you were able to change the menus up a little bit. Is the food and everything provided by your venue? Yes, so we provide they they provide three courses canapes and then all the the beverages and everything. So it's everything's on site. Um, we just changed instead of having like a set entree, so individual set entrees for people. We went for an antipasto chef style um, plates in the center. Also, because my husband um, is Italian, his family's Italian, so I thought that would be a good you know link to his family, and they would really appreciate that. Mm. Oh, that's really nice. So how did you decide whether or not you wanted to have a cocktail or a sit-down style of wedding? 
Um, well, I guess it was probably easy for us because we don't really offer cocktails at my work because the venue is quite large. So sit down just works the best in the space. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of just already decided for us. Yeah, no, that makes it a lot easier then. Yeah. Um, do you have any, did you have to make like table seating plans? Yes. Yes. So I had print out of our floor plans from work. And then I used those like sticky, sticky notes, the skinny, skinny ones. And I wrote everyone's names and then I had everyone color coordinated of who family was like blue, friends were like pink, bridal party was like yellow. And then like, I just moved everyone around on tables when I needed to. (laughs) Oh, that's good. It's, I had a cocktail style and make this thought of putting people together. (laughs) It's just like, sounds horrific. Do you have any like tips or tricks for people trying to plan that? just do it how you want to do it like obviously you're gonna you're always gonna have someone that's like oh I didn't really want to sit there or whatever but like whatever like they're gonna get over it it is challenging like a lot of couples say like I don't know how to fit people on I don't know how to like can I squeeze 10 people on 12 people and I'm like no sorry you have to keep it at maximum of 10 people per table we can't fit any more than 10 Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so then did the venue also provide a drinks package or anything or did you have to bring that in? Yeah, drinks are provided as well. So because it's a winery, um, all the wines are view on Halcyons. Um, so that's like just in our set package. And then they provide also like beer and soft drinks, um, tea and coffee as well. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So tell me about your dress. So I got, I went to, when I went, when I went shopping for dresses, first time I went, I went with like my bridesmaids, my mom, my grandma, my mother-in-law, like everyone yeah. came and it was like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. And it was like a big thing, mainly because I wanted my grandma to also be a part of it because she wasn't making my dress. Um, even though she's, she was a dressmaker, it was just getting a bit too hard for her. Mm-hmm. So I wanted her to be a part of the experience and I'm really close with her anyway. So we went into the city. We went to a few different um, places. I tried some on and I liked some, but there was nothing that really kind of like stood out. And then um, my mum and I decided we'll just go on another weekend. So it was just mum and I. We went to, um, I think, High Street Armadale, I think it is. And we went to Armaline Vitel and that's where I ended up finding my dress. So it is not like a massive ball gown but it is quite large a skirt um it had like a band just under my bust and then more like a v-neck kind of style um top bodice I guess and like a heavy thick I can't remember what the material's called but it is quite structured and heavy mm-hmm. um which is not what I thought I would go for mm-hmm. I thought it be more like a fitted dress but that just didn't really suit me I think that made me look a bit short <laughs> uh, okay I actually have been hearing so often that that's the case like people are going for completely different styles than what they yeah. what they were going to do yeah um, did you have a big the one moment I don't like I didn't have it like what you I, what you expect it to be I think I was kind of like yeah I really really like this like and then I was second guessing myself and I was like is this my the one moment I wasn't sure um so 
Mm. I was in my head too much and I was like, am I, is it, is this one? I don't know. But Mm. we then went back again and I tried it on again and I was like, yes, this is it. I was just putting too much pressure on myself to get that moment. Mm -hmm. I think it's good for people to know because you kind of, expect it and so you're like waiting for it and you're like yeah am I gonna is this it yeah and it's so hard like it's I mean definitely when you go and looking at dresses if you're gonna get a spray tan for your wedding like have have a have a bit of a a bronze have your hair semi how you would have it when you are thinking for your wedding day have a little bit of makeup on have some jewelry that you would potentially wear so you kind of are putting it all together and you can then kind of imagine yourself on the day. Whereas like if you rock up with like greasy hair or like you, yeah. you don't have makeup on and you don't really, and then you're like, I don't look good in this. You're not going to feel that moment anyway because you're not dressing how you would on the day. You look totally different on the day to how you look when you're just shopping normally. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. 100%. I think that's the case anyway. Like when you're shopping, if you're not feeling great, even if you're shopping exactly. for like jeans, then yeah. It's hard to imagine that you're going to feel great in it. It's But when exactly. you are looking for your wedding dress, the pressure's on a thousand times more. So yeah. you kind of like go in feeling beautiful and feeling like, yeah, I'm going to have this moment and this is kind of what I'm going to look like. Exactly, yeah. Where did Paul go to get his suits? So we went to Men's Suit Warehouse, which is just um, like Richmond. I think it's on Victoria Street. So I, at the time... I wasn't working at the venue. I had a little break of working there and I went to work somewhere else. So where I was working, the the men's suit warehouse was just down the road. So I had seen it so many times and I had gone in there on my lunch break and I was like, they have some really nice suits in there. So we ended up going there and then the groomsmen came on one of the days with us and like we all tried, they all tried their suits on. Um, The groomsmen ended up having a grey jacket and black pants and my husband was like black jacket, like tux because um, we wanted as much as like, you know, the bride always stands out because she's in white and generally the bridesmaids aren't. But sometimes you're like, which one's the groom? Like, you know, he's the one generally standing next to the bride. <laughs> but they generally all just like look the same. So we, I wanted also him to stand out. And so the guys had a grey jacket and he had a black jacket. Yeah. So You said before you had grey serviettes and stuff. Did you colour them to the suits or the opposite way around or was that just really coincidental? Yeah, it was pretty much coincidental, yeah. Yeah. When we had gone, like we went to also like Peter Jackson and stuff and when we had gone there and I took like one of the bridesmaids' dresses and I showed them, they were like, oh, yeah, you can match it up with this suit. And I was like, that's too matchy-matchy for me. I didn't want the girls to look exactly like the guys. I was like no, 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 I don't want that. Like that's that's like um, like high school prom to me. Like it was like too much. I was like, no, no, I'll do it how I want to do it. Yeah, no, fair enough. So then how did you, what did the bridesmaids wear? So you said obviously you got the dresses off catch, which sounds amazing, yeah. like a great deal. <laughs> um, what were their dresses like and what colour and everything? So they were like a champagne kind of colour. They had like shoestring um, straps again like kind of went into like a triangle kind of like bodice with a band that had a big kind of like ribbon that came on the dress that they just like tied I think at the I can't even remember if it was at the front or the back now it must have been at the back and then it kind of just went mid mid length I can't even remember now (laughs) yeah 
No, that's good. That sounds lovely. So then you paid for the dresses. Did you pay for anything else for them? Yeah, so we did the dresses and the hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. And I think I bought them all like a bracelet or something to wear. And then we did the same for the guys. So we paid for their suits and that's it. They don't have hair and makeup. So, yeah, just their suits. Oh, nice. That's a good little split up. Um, did you so you bought them bracelets? Did you do like a little will you be my bridesmaid thing or anything for them? Or just here's a bracelet? Yeah. Yeah. So we did the we did like a birthday picnic because both of our birthdays are in um February. So we was like, yeah, this is our birthday picnic. Um and only invited them and our families. And then we gave them like I gave the girls like a bracelet, a little trinket dish, like a cookie that said bridesmaid, and then just wrote them a card. And then for the guys we did like socks and cookies as well oh great that's really great okay so you said at the start that your photographer was one of those big things that you really wanted to focus on and spend money on so how did you decide on your photographer um and tell me a bit about a little bit about the whole photography photo process so we ended up going with duet i think they're called duet weddings or duet melbourne weddings or something um they had been up to where i worked so I had seen lots of photos from them before and I just really liked their style and how they shot at the venue. Um, so I just contacted them and their their pricing was like pretty decent um, considering like we wanted to spend a little bit of money but also we didn't want to go over the top with photography. Um, so that's how we ended up choosing them. Um, we didn't have videography in the end. We That was one of our things that we decided we would skip on um, and we just got some family to just take some like iPhone videos of like our first dance and stuff so we've got like real raw footage of that which I guess is kind of nice as well yeah yeah so then they had done a little bit of work um, at your site so had you kind of highlighted the photos that you liked or the styles that you liked to them or did you just let them do whatever they wanted to do a bit of both like I, I told them where I um, where I what I liked and obviously have seen not just them but so many other photographers at work I knew the areas that of the photos that I wanted and I guess like the hay bale paddock was kind of one of them in the front gate uh, and then otherwise I just said and obviously the vines because the winery you have to have photos in the vines at the winery I just said otherwise like free reign of where else we can kind of go and like wherever the sun's setting or how the wind's blowing or whatever is kind of going on the day, like work with elements on and I trust you. Like I am paying you and you're professional at this, so you like you take the lead. Yeah. Oh, that's really great. So then you, you said it was really hot. So did that kind of impact yeah. how you guys spent, how much time you spent outside taking photos or anything? Um, a little bit like it was so it was January 2020 so I think there was fires that week or like leading up to so it was very smoky um I don't think there was many fires on our actual day but it was still just like so smoky but it was definitely in the 30s so it was really hot it didn't we didn't stay out for too long but also like I wanted to make the most of the photography and I was like you can just I was kind of fine like I was obviously in a dress so like my arms were all fine it was more my legs were a bit hot because my dress was so heavy and thick yeah the guys were a bit hot 
they kind of just dealt with it. Like it was probably around 4 to 4.30, 5 o'clock-ish that we were outside. So it wasn't like 2 o'clock, like right in the like beating sun, but it was still quite hot. So we just tried to stay as much in the shade as we could um, and we had we had bottles of water with us and everything, so everyone was just like really good at it. Yeah, oh no, that's really great. So then, what were some of your favorite photos that you guys had taken? Um, I love. We've got a front gate photo with our bridal party, which is really nice. That's my background on my work laptop because it's like work, but also mm-hmm. my, my wedding, so it's quite quite nice. Yeah. yeah, and we got some on the paddock, and I, we've got one. We, we practice our dance on the paddock, so my husband's, like, lifting me up in one of them. Uh, so that's really nice. I really like that one as well. Yeah, oh, they sound really so nice. Probably like my main yeah. And then, like, the family photos are really nice as well, having, like, your family all together. And, you know, since then we've lost, like, Paul's nonna and stuff. So we have, like, a beautiful professional photo of her from our wedding, and that's really nice that we can have that forever. Yeah, of course. So did you guys regret not having a videographer or were you happy with your decision? Yeah, no, we're like, I mean, because we didn't have one, we don't know like what we would have been missing really. Like we don't know what the video would have looked like or anything. So I guess that was kind of like a good thing because we don't regret it. But also we still do have video footage. I have video of me walking down the aisle from just someone's phone. I have um footage of our speeches and our first dance so we have all those like key moments anyway um they're just not put together on in a really nice video but that's fine for us tell me a little bit about your music choices so what were some of the key songs that you guys had did you have a dj or a band or a playlist or how did you kind of make those decisions um, so we had a two-piece acoustic duo. So they were our friends. So they're called Haybacks. And Paul worked with them when he was working at the ice skating rink, the ice house in the Docklands. And we we always kind of knew we wanted them. They again did our sister in like my sister-in-law's wedding. So we were like, well, we we would like the same. Like they played really well. And there was just two of them, so it wasn't it wasn't too big of a band or anything. So they played um, the reception, and they did like a, they did half the reception, and then the second half we just put on like a playlist. They put on a playlist through their system, um, so we could have we could have a mix of like a band, but also like a DJ at the end of the night when everyone kind of like then wanted to do like the classic songs yeah. of like wedding dancing. Um, but we had a another friend um, play over our ceremony. So she's a um, solo um, singer and guitarist. So she sang my aisle song, like all our ceremony songs. And my aisle song was um, I Get to Love You by I think it's Ruel or Rule, I'm not sure. And then for our dance, the the boys the acoustic duo, um, they sang Dance With Me by Morgan Evans and then how probably they did a few others um, as well, but they're probably like they're the key ones. And then at the end of the night, which I always envisioned since one of our holidays that we had gone on, was Happily Ever After, which is they play it at the end of the fireworks at the end of Disneyland 
or Disney World, and we had been to Disneyland and they had played the song with the fireworks. It's Happily Ever After by Jordan Fisher. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing it and I was like, I want to play this at the end of our wedding. This was before we were even engaged. So I want to play this at the like the very end of our wedding. And I have a video again of that one as well. At the at the wedding, I've got my new denim jacket on that my sister-in-law bought me and I'm singing and dancing this song with my husband. And it was just like it was like one of those moments that you kind of like picture and you're like, I want that. And then it happened. So that was really like a really special moment as well. Oh, I love that. That's so lovely. It would have been so much fun. It's such a good memory. And then like you've got that video footage so you can look back on it and remember it and it's not like, you know, someone just obviously filmed it so it's not curated or anything. So to really get back in that time, that's really nice. Yeah. Did you guys DIY anything for your day? Um, I mean, I feel like I DIY'd like all of it because I work there and was the bride, but also like I didn't DIY in terms of like centerpiece or anything. Um, we did like the invites ourselves and like the name place card. But again, I feel like for me as a like a wedding planner, I don't see that as DIYing because that's a, what a lot of people do. Mm. Um, to me, I see like DIY as in like making your centerpieces yourself and stuff. Um, so yeah, we I guess we did like the stationery ourselves, which is not a huge thing and I think that was it. I think that's it actually yeah what did you oh, actually we did hanging like hula hoops from the ceiling of where I work yeah and my mum made them oh, so nice. she did <laughs> oh that's nice what did you yeah. to do all the stationery okay. I used optimal printing I think it was so when we when I got a lot of it printed, it was around like that Black Friday sale. So because we got married in January, like January the 9th. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of our, I had made all of our like welcome signs and like thank you cards, well, not thank you cards, but we we hand wrote a thank you card for each person at their seat. So we had like them printed. And so I got that all on a Black Friday sale. So it was all like 50% off, which was also, I guess, a saving. <laughs> Oh, it's a great, great little tip for people to look for their yes. skills. Was there anything that surprised you about the planning process? So obviously you've done a lot of other people's weddings. Was there anything that you were like, oh, I didn't realise that this was like this or anything while you were doing your own? I don't think so. I Not that I can think of right now. Like maybe in the moment there was maybe like like the seating maybe was like, oh, that's annoying, like, I thought it would be a little bit easier, but nothing that was like major or like stands out to me now. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. So let's talk about the day. So tell me exactly how your day went. So from the beginning, getting ready, how you kind of organized that, um, then how the actual day ran and all the highlights in the mi- in the middle. Yeah. So I got ready at my parents. So I stayed at my parents' house the night before and Paul stayed at our house um, the night before with I think two of his groomsmen or all of them, I can't even remember. Um, my mum just woke me up in the morning. She was, like, so excited. Then my bridesmaids came over and we just started getting ready. So we had hair and makeup there. And, yeah, that, like the morning went pretty, was, like, pretty chill. It's quite, like, for most brides that are worrying about, like, it being stressful of like you've got so much to do in the morning the morning part is the chill part 
like just go with it because you're the last one to get your hair and makeup done because you're the bride. You kind of just sit and watch everyone else get their hair and makeup done and then it's your turn and then once your hair and makeup's done, that's when it's like go time because you're in your dress, your photographers are there, like everyone's kind of like, oh, asking you questions and then like when when do we need to go and then your car arrives and and that, that's when it kind of then gets like hectic and everything's go, go, go. So we didn't have far to drive because my parents lived five minutes from the venue. So my I had asked my uncles, which are my mum's brothers, to drive the cars. So one of my uncles drove myself, my mum and my dad, and then my other uncle drove my three bridesmaids. Um, when we got there, we all just like walked down the aisle. That was pretty, it was pretty nice that the guy, like the owner, Dean, who I work so closely with, they also like really good friends of ours. So they were invited to our wedding, but also Dean wanted to work as well. So he was a bit of a guest and working. So it was really nice. Like he met me up at the car and then I in the video of me walking down the aisle and I still remember to say he's standing in the chapel, like ready to open the door for me to walk down the aisle. And I remember him saying, are you ready? And I was like, yep, yeah. like straight away. I was just like, yep. Yeah. And him and my dad are just like laughed and he's like, come on, boy, she's ready. Like no, no more waiting. And I, I can see me mouthing that in the video. So, yeah, the, the ceremony was beautiful, but it goes by super quick. And then photos and the reception, it was just like the reception feels like it goes in the moment. It feels long. And I remember seeing like, oh, it's only 8.30. Like we have until 11. Like that's great. Like we've done all the formalities and now it's like dancing time and everything like that. So good. And then it's 11 o'clock and yeah, it's like it's done. Like it's crazy how fast it goes. Mm. Um, but, yeah, nothing, no like hurdles or hiccups or anything I don't think. Um, it was all, it all just went like really smoothly and I wasn't in work mode, which I think I look back on and I'm like, I think I did pretty well. I'd never, I'd, I didn't have a watch on. So I wasn't like, I, what's the time? Like, we need to be here at this time or anything. I let the staff just like do it their way. And I really feel like I sat in the moment and enjoyed it, which was nice. So what were your, some of some of your favourite moments from the day? Um, definitely, as I said before, like that end of the night, that song, the happily ever after. Yeah. Walking down the aisle was really nice. Cause I walked with both my mom and my dad. Um, when one moment, which we had when we were in our reception, somebody had told us, I can't even remember who now, but they told us when you're sitting at your, like when you're in your wedding, like just sit with your husband or your partner, whoever you're married, just sit in the moment and scan the room and just look around the room and just you two be in like your own little bubble don't talk to anyone else don't worry about anything else just scan the room and look at everyone and take it all in and we were sitting we had just sat down I think entree was served and we did that we did that together and we went from one side of the room and we looked at every single table and how everyone was interacting with each other and it was like I I vividly remember it doing it and seeing my auntie and then like one of my aunties like stood up and then she like took a photo of us and I remembered that but I didn't interact with her or anything and yeah it was just like such a nice moment to see our families fully come together and our friends like mm. we had we had been together at this point for nine years so our families knew each other really well and we had grown up together because we started dating when we were teenagers 
but actually coming together and all the people that you know and you love all in one room, it was just like a really special, really special moment. And so I think that was probably definitely one of my favourite moments, even though, you know, walking down the aisle and our dance and like all that stuff is up there as well. But just being in the moment for that little time was the most special part. Yeah, that's such good advice for people. I think like it's really easy to kind of get caught up in the day and let the day really rush you by. So taking that moment to sit and really think and look at everybody, like that's really good advice. Yeah, 100% recommend. I love that you had both your mum and dad walk you down the aisle. What was your thought process and reasoning behind that? I think, I mean, I'm, I have a great relationship with my mum. Like we're, we are really close. I'm the only, I have two brothers, so I'm the only daughter. So we've always been super close. But I think like dads get generally the walk down the aisle and the father-daughter dance. I'm like, what about my mum? Like my mum's done, no offence, dad, but my mum did way more with the wedding planning than he did, which yeah. happens mostly anyway. So I was like, I really wanted to have that moment with both of them. And I think it's because they're such a big part of my life that it was nice that they could both be there for that. And I think mum really liked that as well. Yeah, that's really special. It's a really beautiful way to involve her. And you're right, yeah. like your mum doesn't really get much of a say or not a say <laughs> but a mention on the actual day. And they do yeah. do so much in helping you plan it. Like I know my mum yeah. did as well. But, yeah, like. And even, like not even just on the day but, like, now being a mum myself, you know how much you do for your ch- children. Like, not saying dads don't do anything, no, but mums are like just the best. And the fact that then she wasn't, she didn't have like a traditional role of anything on the day. I was like, no, she has to be involved. Like, she hasn't. She's done so much for me growing up, but also like Paul. Like he, as I said, like he has been in our family at this point for nine years. Like he was a teenager. We were teenagers when we got together. So he also like grew up in my my household and mum like drove us places. So, um, yeah, it was, I, I needed to have her involved as well. Yeah, actually now I'm thinking the same thing. Like <laughs> I've got two daughters and if they got married and yeah. I got nothing, I'd be heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sad for my mum. I didn't do much for <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, no. It's such a beautiful <laughs> thought, though. Like, I think that's something that we should definitely think about more and include more. Yeah. But some of the photos that I have of me dancing with my mum are, like, the highlight of my thing. Yeah. Like, it's nice. just, like, their core memories. But, yeah, yeah, like, involving her in walking down the aisle is such a great idea. I love that. Yeah. So a lot of your vendors you knew. Like, what do you do love about them? <laughs> um. Well, Debbie O'Neill, our florist, she is just like I see her nearly every weekend at work and she's just like the most easygoing florist ever. She, I have sent her so many recommendations since also my friends, I've sent them to her. Um, she's just, she's incredible at what she does. She has so many years experience. Like I was happily, I was happy to just like leave it in her care. I was like, this is what I want. You do it. Like, again, like, I'm paying you because you're the professional. You know what to do. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I just want to show you what I like and then you do it. Mm-hmm. And then music, same thing. Like we just told them what songs we wanted and they they did that for us. Otherwise I was kind of like I'm happy for you to play what other songs 
that you guys like or um, that are um, popular. I'm happy for that. Um, who else? Our reverend, like he he obviously we spoke about what we wanted for our ceremony and, again, we just said as least religious as possible, as quick as possible. Um, and then, I mean, we did have one hiccup with one of our suppliers, which was our cake. Um, I believe from my side that I booked the cake um, from the messages. I believe that I said, yes, we will go ahead with that. And then, like, I think it was a week or two weeks before our wedding, I was like, I haven't heard from her. That's quite weird. So I messaged her and she's like, you never booked in. And I was like, I was like literally scrolling through the messages. And I was like, I literally says there like, yes, we'll go ahead with this. Like, let me know when I can pay your deposit. And she, I think she was like, okay, cool. But then never got back to us. So she didn't make us a cake. Oh, no. So I had, so we didn't have a cake. Like, I think it must've been a week before or something. Anyway, so my neighbours at the time, when my parents lived, my neighbours, they're, again, like really close with us. Their son loves baking and he's a really good baker. And I was like, can you just make us a cake? <laughs> like, I will pay you to oh. make the cake. Like, this is semi what I want it to look like, but don't stress because the cake wasn't a big thing. It was more just like the symbolic meaning of like we're cutting a cake. It wasn't like a huge deal to me. So he ended up making the cake and it was perfect and it was fine, but that was probably the only hiccup with a supplier. Oh, that's like one of your biggest nightmares. <laughs> like, as, yes. like I guess the cake is easy because, you know, it's something yeah. you can probably go without or something that you can find like a little bit different. But just the thought of, oh, no, I'm pretty sure I booked you. Like yeah. that is like a bit of a nightmare. Yes, yeah. So besides from your mum walking you down the aisle as well, did you have any special elements in your wedding, like tributes or traditions or anything? No, I don't think so. No, it was all, I mean, we, the one thing that I wanted to do, which I guess was like kind of special when we did our first dance, we got our guests to have sparklers. So we did our first dance with everyone with sparklers around the dance floor. Um, that was probably the only thing that was like special, yeah. like a different element that was special. Oh, that sounds lovely. Did you have any kids there at your wedding? Just our niece. So my husband's sister's daughter. She was the only one. She was our flower girl. Oh, okay. How old was she? I think she must have been three at the time. Yeah. Did she stay the yeah. whole time? She did, yeah. She was oh. a real trooper. Yeah. <laughs> Would have torn up the dance floor, I can imagine, at that age. Yes. Yeah. So and cute. it was, like, so beautiful because she got to, you know, like when you do your father-daughter dance, I did that, and then everyone else kind of, like, came up with their dads or who whoever was there. And so she got to do a father-daughter dance with her dad. It was so cute. Oh, my gosh. Imagine, like, yeah. you know, when it's her wedding, like reliving that. Reliving so that, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So do you, to finish up for this whole conversation, do you have any advice for any future plan, future people planning their wedding? Uh, I could go on like forever about any advice, but the few things that I tell a lot of couples that come out for site visits is if you, in your budget, you have money for live music, definitely go for live music for, definitely for ceremony. It just takes out the stressful element of having to ask someone to press play on your playlist or have to, having to stress about when you're going to walk down the aisle or 
if the music's going to stop halfway or all that kind of stuff, like just go live music. They will generally learn your song if you want them to. Um, and if something happens, they can just keep strumming along or add another verse or sing the, sing the verse again. Um, number two, I would say get a photographer that has been to wherever you're getting married. That, um, it ta- again, takes like a huge like stress out of out of that like out of that part of your day because they know where to go they know how to use the time frame that they have like best they know that using my um venue as an example like they know that they can go down to the front gates and then the alpacas and then on the way back to the venue they can go through the vines and then to the hay bales because it all just works seamlessly instead of going like left right and then like that way and that way and then back here and you've just wasted all this time and you haven't got all the photos that you want Mm-hmm. So I would say they're probably like my main my main ones, and I guess just like as I said, that live in the moment part, like take that little moment in in your reception with your partner, and just like look around at everyone and see how happy everyone is, and it truly just like fills your cup, and you'll remember it forever. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. That's so great. Like it's really great to hear that advice from someone that you've obviously done it yourself, but you've been involved with a lot of other weddings. So it's really good to hear that. No, that's been really great. I've really learned a lot from this conversation. Thank you so much for your time. I think that this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people and it's great to kind of hear from the other side and people that have done it a few times. So that's really helpful. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much to Georgia. I really enjoyed chatting to her about her experiences and the difficulties that she had stepping back and letting other people run her day, especially when this is her profession. I also think it's a really good tip to have photographers that have worked at your site involved with the day. We know that they play a huge role for a lot of us in the day and our memories, and we allocate a lot of the budget to them. So it makes sense. So it makes sense to have someone who knows the best spots at the venue or how to get the best photos without wasting time so that you can get back to your guests. Thank you for listening. I'll chat to you all next week. Bye.